there. Welcome to 15 Minutes with Fuzz. I am your host, Fuzz Martin, and each and every week, I share stories about positive things happening right here in Washington County, Wisconsin. I have some housekeeping. You know how I normally say new episodes every Monday? Well, I'm changing that to Tuesday. Why? Because I also produce my wife's podcast called the Tech Tools for Teachers podcast, and her much more successful podcast also posts on Monday. And what does that mean? That means I spend about six hours every Sunday producing podcasts. And while I truly love producing podcasts, I also enjoy hanging out on a Sunday. So starting today, actually starting last week, if you are keeping track at home, new episodes of 15 Minutes with Fuzz will come out every Tuesday at some time before 7 a.m. I also found out that while I was launching my show at midnight on Mondays, most of you have your phones silenced uh, at midnight because, you know, you're sleeping and things like that. So posting later was getting people to get alerts, and then, therefore, they remember to listen on their drive to work or wherever they're going on, on that morning, and so it was more successful. So I do market for marketing for a living. So there you go. That's what I do. You may not know it, but there's an election coming up on Tuesday, November 8th. While one of the rules of this show is no politics, there are some important referendums on the ballot, one of which is a referendum to help support our area technical college district, which for most of Washington County is the Moraine Park District. Bonnie Bearwald and Pete Rettler join me this week to talk about the details of that referendum why we need it, how much it's going to cost us, and what's at stake for the region. And with that, here's 15 minutes on the Moraine Park Technical College referendum with Bonnie Bearwald and Pete Rettler on 15 Minutes with Fuzz. Thank you both for joining me today. Bonnie, I'm going to start with you. So what are your responsibilities as the president of Moraine Park Technical College? As president of the college, I'm responsible for pretty much everything in oversight regarding strategy, vision, culture, I guess anything typical that a president does do for an organization. Sure. And how long have you been with MPTC? I am working on my 30th year wow. anniversary coming up in March, and this is the start of my seventh year as president. Wow. Oh, well, congratulations. Uh, forthcoming on, on 30 years. That's great. And Pete, what are you in charge of as the dean of the West Bend campus? I am the dean of the West Bend campus, so part of my job is I'm the face of uh, Moraine Park and West Bend and, and the greater Washington County community, and I also, college-wide, I oversee institutional effectiveness, the libraries, and grants. Now, I'm sure most people listening to this are familiar with Moraine Park Technical College, especially the West Bend campus, but could you please give us some more background on MPTC and, and some of the facts and figures behind it? Sure. So Moraine Park Technical College covers all or portions of 10 different counties, primarily Fond du Lac County, Washington County, Dodge County, and Green Lake County. We have over 360,000 people population-wise in our district. We typically serve over 12,000 learners per year and award over 2,000 different types of credentials each year. And one of the things we talk a lot about in these conversations is we 
our district includes 130 municipalities. So and when we talk about tax burden for the referendum, we talk about spreading that out to all 130 municipalities. So one thing I, I wasn't really clear on until I heard about this re- referendum that we'll talk about coming up is that the state for the technical colleges is set up in districts, kind of like a, a regular school district would be set up. Is that correct? Yes. So we have our district boundaries, if you will. And quite frankly, they, they follow school district boundaries. Okay. And so our statutory mission is to serve the residents within our district, hence why we have local tax authority. How does Moraine Park Technical College differ from a four-year university? Well, the technical college system was set up statutorily, and quite frankly, our purposes are actually defined uh, primarily to serve as occupational trainers and retrainers for the employers within our district. That also includes offering apprenticeships and fire, uh, basic fire training. Additionally, we are to offer customized instruction for business and industries, again, within our residents, uh, residential employers. And then um, on the last piece, we actually have a statutory requirement to provide advanced credentialing to the high school students within our district. With that, now you you partner with a lot of the the different high schools that obviously is part of that statute, and then also with businesses as well. And that that ranges uh, from trucking to welding to all sorts of things, right? Right. We we actually have 27 school districts within our boundaries. And so we meet with all of them individually every single year to find out what type of what we call dual enrollment credentialing would make sense for that particular school. Uh, we do a lot of assistance with career exploration, advising, and whatever else the school needs. And then to our employer base, We offer anything, as you mentioned, from welding training to strategic planning to uh, supervisory training. Again, it's all customized curriculum depending on what every employer needs. With that, how many different degree programs does Marine Park offer? I think we have about 112 different types of credentials today. We continue to change that every year. We go through a process of either adding, editing, or eliminating programs, again, really depending on what our employers need. Coming up on Tuesday, November 8th, it's election day uh, across the nation. And while there has been a lot of news surrounding the Senate race and the gubernatorial race, there has not been a lot of coverage on the upcoming referendum, uh, particularly in Washington County. This one, not a lot of people have heard about. Tell us a bit about the referendum. We have been planning for the last two years to come forward with a proposed referendum totaling $55 million, covering four separate projects. And quite frankly, uh, this is employer-based. It's based on conversations with employers and the workforce talent issues they've been experiencing, obviously, since COVID and certainly beyond. And so this is our opportunity to address, again, something that the employers need. And quite frankly, in my opinion, uh, some, some of the, our communities really need this as an investment to attract and retain workers. Now, under the state law, technical colleges have to hold referendums for projects that are over a certain amount of money, right? And that's why we're here, right? Correct. We have a statutory requirement. We cannot build anything beyond $1.5 million every two years per campus by statute. And the only way we can is to either get private donations or seek referendum. Okay. And so the referendum coming up on the ballot, 
Is it okay if I read this sure. uh, as, as is? So the question that you'll get if you're in the Moraine Park Technical College District will be, shall the Moraine Park Technical College District, Wisconsin, be authorized to issue pursuant to Chapter 67 of the Wisconsin Statutes, general obligation bonds, or promissory notes in an amount not to exceed $55 million for the public purpose of paying the cost of capital expenditures for the purchase or construction of buildings, building additions, remodeling and improvements, site improvements, the acquisition of sites, and the purchase of fixed and other equipment at district locations, including but not limited to advanced manufacturing facilities at the Fond du Lac and West Bend campuses, a health and human services facility at the Fond du Lac campus, and a regional fire training facility. So that's what people will see when they read this, but if you know, we need them to be aware of what it is because you don't want to make that decision right at the, at the ballot, right? Correct. And I will be clear that this is something that Bond Council shared with me, and I was not allowed to tweak it at all. <laughs> sure. They don't like marketing in those, I guess. No. Um, so obviously you wouldn't put yourself through all of this if there wasn't a, a great need for it. So what kinds of needs have industries and schools in the Fox Valley and in southeastern Wisconsin here been asking you for? Uh, quite frankly, it's just, I guess, talent attraction retention, primarily healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and information technology. The needs are so great that we certainly don't have the bodies to fill the jobs, but the jobs that we do have and the jobs of the future will require more uh, reskilling of current workers and certainly advanced skilling of the upcoming workers. And so We'll talk a little bit about the numbers of job openings when we actually talk about the projects. So let's talk about that. There are four projects that you're funding, correct? They're looking to fund. Can you tell us what, what those are? Uh, sure. There's four projects. There's two of them in the Fond du Lac campus. So I'll talk about those two first. Uh, the first one is an advanced manufacturing. We call it an enhancement. That's a combination of primarily remodeling and some facility additions. Uh, it's primarily remodeling our, our trades and manufacturing wing to create very specialized labs, more comprehensive collaborative learning spaces for not only incumbent workers, our traditional learners, but also to invite our K-12 partners because a lot of those K-12 districts are either losing or don't have the faculty credentialed on their current staff to teach the college dual enrollment credentials like they had in the past. So that's a, primarily, again, a remodel with some additional dollars to support a robotics and automation center. And then the other project on that campus is related to our healthcare wing. And so right now, we don't have a lot of simulation experiences at the Fond du Lac campus. And so we're looking to reposition what currently is in that wing over to the manufacturing space where it makes most sense, and then build an eight-suite healthcare simulation wing. And so, again, primarily remodeling in healthcare with an expanded 11,000-square-foot addition for future healthcare programming because we see a lot of healthcare programming needs within our communities, all of the communities we serve. So those are the two Fond du Lac projects. The Washington County or the West Bend Campus project is primarily in addition. So that's going to be a 46,000 square foot addition to address the increasing demand on advanced manufacturing here in this community. We've had a lot of economic growth in that space, mm -hmm. and we need more training in things like robotics, automation, 
We have welding and fabrication in the village of Jackson, but we're paying a lease over there. We'd like to bring those pro um, programs back on campus and terminate the lease cost for us. We also want to enhance our apprenticeship opportunities for the employers in our district. And then, as I mentioned in Fond du Lac, we want to invite the K-12 partners in the Washington County area to come and train um, in advanced spaces at our campus as well. And then the fourth and final project is a regional fire training center, more centrally located within our district. Uh, that project, we're still searching for the parcel of land because we want it to be centrally located. We serve over over 40, nearly 50 fire departments, mostly volunteer. Mm -hmm. And right now we don't have a real robust opportunity to train those individuals. We have a small mobile trailer on our Beaverdam campus. We need some more advanced training opportunities for those professions. And so we're looking at a 14,000 square foot uh, facility to also include a garage for our fire engine and some large equipment. But more importantly, we want to provide advanced training opportunities. We're we're looking to add a three-story training tower to provide some very advanced training opportunities for our firefighters. We're also looking to, to provide um, a dry pond on that space mm -hmm. to provide underwater and frozen ice rescue. Also allow the firefighters to draw water out of a pond like most rural departments have to do. Mm -hmm. And other advanced props like a rail car prop or or different types of props for advanced training. And we will, at that site, not just train firefighters, but EMT, paramedic, and we're offering next fall a brand new fire medic program as well. And the needs for firefighters and EMTs and uh, paramedics in our communities is very high right now. Very, very high. And again, one of the reasons why we want to create that central locations is because we want to create a space where they can effectively and efficiently and and cost effectively come to do their training. So the $55 million proposed in the referendum is going to be spread equally amongst property taxpayers in the Moraine Park Technical College District, correct? So it's not just going to, uh, for those who may be in Washington County, it, it's not $55 million going right to Washington County. That's going to uh, f like 10 counties, you said, right. or portions of 10 counties? Yep. Portioned off to actually uh, 10 counties, but more importantly, 130 municipalities. Mm -hmm. And uh, the price tag is for all $55 million, which we will not borrow all of it at once. It will be over a period of three to four years. But if we did borrow it all at once, it would be $0.21 cents per $1,000 of value. Most likely, it'll be around $0.12 cents per thousand dollars of value in year one. Okay. So if you have a $300,000 home, it's 36 bucks, 36 bucks. So to help support all of these programs in our district, which is, you know, if you're listening, uh, unless you're in Germantown, I guess in Washington County, yep. um, our district uh, that covers everything for helping industry, helping manufacturing, helping fire and, and uh, EMTs and, and all of these projects, uh, healthcare Yes. All of that that we need. 36 bucks a year for a $300,000 home doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> no, I think it's it's very reasonable. And I didn't mention in uh, my in my comments that we didn't talk about the need, right? Mm -hmm. The job openings. 
Uh, that's one of the other things we researched a lot um, in regards to job openings. That's why we picked the projects we did and the facilities we did. Our projections show that there's going to be 14,000 job openings in manufacturing in the next 10 years. Again, that's our district. It's not the region or the mm-hmm. state of Wisconsin. It's 14,000 job openings in in our district. And in the same regards, 8,000 job openings in healthcare. Do you have any figures on how many the industries are down right now because of the the squeeze on hiring and, and, and that? Just about every manufacturer that we visit, and we mm-hmm. visited, we had 13 manufacturers part of this to design this, this uh, manufacturing space. Every one of them is looking for employees. Every one of them is changing. If there's a manual process right now, they're looking at automation and robotics. And that hence the need for that advanced manufacturing training to respond to the needs. But I, I don't think I've, I've visited one yet that didn't have a large number of openings. And uh, you can imagine that there are a lot of uh, businesses who are looking to expand who are going to look to areas where the employees will be, right? So having these training facilities will not only help those manufacturers and healthcare providers in our area, but also hopefully help encourage others to move to our areas. well, correct? Absolutely. I've, I've been to meetings with site selectors. One of the first questions they ask is what kind of training institutions are in your area. And so, again, having more advanced manufacturing uh, program opportunities for, for this community is, is certainly going to attract additional employers. Again, more employers, the higher the tax base, the less you and I have to pay for individual taxes. The other thing I want to add, Buzz, is that employers, you know, oftentimes don't want to wait for even two years mm-hmm. for, for somebody or a one-year technical diploma. And that's why it's so important what we're doing with the high schools and the dual credit. We want uh, students to be able to graduate from our high schools and have a credential that they can be employed immediately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we hope at some point they might come back to us and, and get an associate degree or a technical diploma. But right now the need is so great that they want them, the employers want them right out of high school. And if we can provide some type of training, it's very difficult for the school districts to uh, be able to afford all that capital equipment needed to train mm-hmm. in that robotics area. So that's where we're hoping we can help out. And that, the other question I get asked is how come you need an advanced training thing uh, facility in Fond du Lac and in West Bend? And a, a big part of that answer is, is because we want to serve the high schools. So mm-hmm. we don't want to have a, a Fond du Lac kid have to drive all the way down to the West Bend campus. So that's why we're having one in each location. Certainly. And, and having those in that proximity too, then stops the West Bend school district from having to hold a referendum to, to pay for that kind of equipment as well. Right. Correct. Final pitch. How should people vote on Tuesday, November 8th? And why shouldn't they vote that way? I would never describe (laughs) or prescribe how anyone should vote. But I would say that uh, we feel our referendum is an investment in, in this community and beyond. And we think um, we're the economic engine um, for a lot of the employers in our area. So again, we see this as good sense, fiscally prudent investment in economic development for the future of this community. Where can people learn more about the referendum and see some of the uh, information that you guys have posted? Sure, we have a number of recordings and a lot of FAQ and, um, and additional information on our website, moraine.park.edu/future. Uh, Great. Good luck to both of you. 
Thank you to you and thanks for all that Moraine Park does for our communities and our, our students, our adult learners, and all the businesses here. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again to Bonnie Bearwald and Pete Rettler for joining me on this week's episode of 15 Minutes with Fuzz. I appreciate them sharing some of their time and research to inform us about the upcoming referendum, since it seems that very few people in this area are talking about it. And we don't want you to be surprised when you go to the polls on Tuesday, November 8th. If you ever have an idea for this show, 15 Minutes with Fuzz, please send that idea to me. You do so by emailing 15withfuzz at gmail.com. That's spelled out 15withfuzz at gmail.com. Or go to fuzz.cc slash guest. We have new episodes for you every month. Just kidding. Every Tuesday. And get them right here on your favorite podcast player. Thanks again for listening. And we'll talk to you next week right here on 15 Minutes with Fuzz.